war possessed an immense importance because they marked the line of cleavage between naval warfare under the old and naval warfare under the new conditions. The ships with which Hull and Decatur and McDonough won glory in the War of 1812 were essentially like those with which Drake and Hawkins and Frobisher had harried the Spanish armadas two centuries and a half earlier. They were wooden sailing vessels carrying many guns mounted in broadside, like those of De Ruyter and Tromp, of Blake and Nelson. Throughout this period, all the great admirals, all the famous single-ship fighters, whose skill reached its highest expression in our own navy during the War of 1812, commanded craft built and armed in a substantially similar manner, and fought with the same weapons under much the same conditions. But in the Civil War, weapons and methods were introduced which caused a revolution greater even than that which divided the sailing ship from the galley. The use of steam, the casing of ships in iron armor, and the employment of the torpedo, the ram, and the gun of high power produced such radically new types that the old ships of the line became at one stroke antiquated. Some of these new engines of destruction were invented, and all were for the first time tried in actual combat during our own Civil War. The first occasion on which any of these new methods were thoroughly tested was attended by incidents which made it one of the most striking of naval battles. In Chesapeake Bay near Hampton Roads, the United States had collected a fleet of wooden ships, some of them old-style sailing vessels, others steamers, the Confederates were known to be building a great ironclad ram, and the wooden vessels were eagerly watching for her appearance when she should come out of Gosport Harbor. Her powers and capacity were utterly unknown. She was made out of the former United States steam frigate Merrimack, cut down so as to make her fore and aft decks nearly flat, and not much above the water, while the guns were mounted in a covered central battery, with sloping flanks. Her sides, deck, and battery were coated with iron, and she was armed with formidable rifle guns and most important of all, with a steel ram thrust out under the water forward from her bow. She was commanded by a gallant and efficient officer, Captain Buchanan. It was March 8, 1862, when the ram at last made her appearance within sight of the Union fleet. The day was calm and very clear, so that the throngs of spectators on shore could see every feature of the battle. With the great ram came three light gunboats, all of which took part in the action, harassing the vessels which she assailed but they were not factors of importance in the fight. On the Union side, the vessels nearest were the sailing ships of Cumberland and Congress, and the steam frigate Minnesota. The Congress and Cumberland were anchored not far from each other. The Minnesota got aground, and was some distance off. Owing to the currents and shoals and the lack of wind, no other vessel was able to get up in time to take part in the fight.